Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be episode 95. I have here an article that I want to share with you. It's uh, from Fox News and from, uh, I believe, I don't know if it's the Telegraph. We'll find out. It's, uh, yeah, it's somewhere down here. Uh, but this one here is an article that is going to show you the new heresy. I mean, it's not a really a new heresy. No heresy is really new. Every heresy is just recycled. Uh, and it always starts from the top down, never from the bottom up. As you know, you probably heard that the Catholic Church in Germany is on the verge of schism. It's They want to be Catholic in their own way. And um, they're taking this synodal path, this basically almost like like an, a, a Gallagherian view where the bishops have almost uh, a democratic power. I'm not too sure about the whole thing. I'm not uh, I'm not even clear about the synodal path, but I know one thing it it's it's almost like giving lay people and bishops, power. And that doesn't work that way. The church is not like that. But this is not what the article is about. One of the subject matters the church that bishops are focused on and obsessed with is homosexuality, sexuality itself, uh, transsexuality, gay marriages. On top of that, of course, women priests and other things, married priests, but it seems to be an obsession constantly about sexuality, and it seems to be getting a hold of everything. It's it's out of control. I mean, literally, uh, if you work in a company or something, you'll notice that people are using their pronouns, she, her, uh, he, that, he, him, they, them. They're using the term they, them. I have no idea where that comes from, but that's one that's that's a that's a thing now. Well, this one here is from Fox News, and I can assure you it's real because there's more going on here. Cambridge Dean defends sermon about Jesus trans body vaginal side wound blasted as heresy. Sermon likening wound in Jesus side to a vagina left congregation uncomfortable and in tears. Let's look at this here. Okay. A dean at the University of Cambridge in the UK came to the defense of a junior research fellow whose sermon last Sunday about Jesus Christ having a trans body reportedly left outraged congregation in tears. Dr. Dr. Michael Banner the dean of Trinity College said Joshua Heath raised legitimate speculations in his uh, Evan Song sermon during which the research the researcher claimed from the pulpit of Trinity College Chapel that non-erotic portrayals of Jesus' penis in historical paintings urge a welcoming rather than hostile response towards the raised voice of trans people, according to the Daily Telegraph. That's what I was looking for. We're going to look at that. In Christ, 
in Christ's simultaneously masculine and feminine body in these works of the body of Christ, as these works suggest the body of all bodies, then his body is also a tra- is the trans body, Heath said. I'm mocking him, but I can't believe. Well, I'm, we really shouldn't be surprised, but it is. Heath, whose doctrine in theology was supervised by former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, also claimed that in one of the medieval paintings he displayed to the congregation, the spear wound in Jesus' side takes on a decidedly vaginal appearance. In another, he pointed out how the blood from his side flows to his groin. Oh, heaven help us. Heath's homily during the traditional Anglican service left in attendance, including children, left many in attendance, including children, visibly uncomfortable according to an anonymous congregation who fired off a complaint letter to Banner. Shouts of heresy reportedly rang out in the church as incense worshippers left in disgust. I left the service in tears, the churchgoers wrote to the dean. You offered to speak with me afterwards, but I was too distressed. I am contemptuous of this idea that by cutting a hole in a man through which he can be penetrated, he can become a woman. I, I, it, this is unbelievable. I am especially contemptuous of such imagery when it is applied to our Lord from the pulpit. At Evansung, I am contemptuous of the notion that we should be invited to contemplate the martyrdom of a trans Christ, a new heresy for our age. The congregation continued, adding that Heath's truly shocking sermon made me made me feel unwelcome in the church, and that his partner, his partner, felt violated. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I obviously could be a, a gay relationship here. Okay. Um, in Banner's response to the letter, which was seen by the Daily Telegraph, the dean defended Heath, claiming his sermon says it says, suggested that we might think about these images of Christ's male-female body as providing us with ways of thinking about issues around transgender questions today. This is unbelievable. For myself, I think that speculation was legitimate, whether or not you or I or anyone else disagrees with the interpretation, says something else about the artistic tradition or resists uh, resists its application to contemporary questions around transsexualism. Banner said. The dean added that he would not issue an, an, an invitation to someone who I thought would be deliberately, who deliberately seek to shock or offend congregation, or who could be expected to speak against Christian faith. <laughs> if this is not, then I, then he's from an, either I'm from another planet or he's from another planet. But definitely, this is not about the Christian faith. We can say for sure that why do you get to talk about it and why why is it that you get to say it's not 
it's not shocking. Why do you get to control the the theme? Why do you get to get away with this? Why is it that you're obsessed with it? This is unbelievable. They always do this. When they're in control, they can they're normal and we're not. When they're in control and they can say these disgusting things, we are intolerant and disgusting and they're not. Why why do you get to play with theology? And why do you why do you what is your perversion and your thinking about Christ as trans? Where in the gospel that it ever implies that he is? Where did in the gospel that it ever even whoever said what Christ, what church father ever suggested that the piercing of the side of Christ was homoerotic. You know, where did, where, what, what letter of Paul, what letter of Peter, what letter of John, the apostle, where in James did it ever suggest such a thing? And why can, why is it that you can suggest this? That you can stand up there and get away with it and act like if it's normal. And you can get away with this. Where? How, how did we get to this? Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. The Dean added that he would not issue. Okay. We read that, uh, against the Christian faith. Let's continue. Okay, the college would like to make clear the following. A spokesperson for Trinity College said, according to the Daily Mail, neither the dean of Trinity College nor the researchers giving the sermon suggest Jesus was transgender. But he did. They did. He did say it. Unbelievable. The sermon addressed the image of Christ depicted in art and various interpretations of the of those artistic portrayals. The spokesperson continued, the sermon's exploration of the nature of religious art in the spirit of thought-provoking academic inquiry was in keeping with the open debate and dialogue at the University of Cambridge. <laughs> Unbelievable. You see what I'm saying here? They can get away with it and they can say it's normal. It's It's unbelievable. All right, here's another link to the article. All right, the Telegraph. Jesus could have been transgender, claims Cambridge Dean. The Dean of Tr Trinity College says such a view was legitimate. After a, row over, or after a row over a sermon by a student that claimed Christ had a trans body. <laughs> You see? Unbelievable. So this thing, okay, they're gonna try they're gonna try to get me to give a, 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 a get get a free trial on this. I'm not gonna do it. It's unbelievable. It is just unbelievable. So they can get away with this. They can get away with it because they can. And you know it's not going to end there because these ideas carry on. They go to the next level. They become the norm. 
and they're trying to. But basically, we're talking about the Anglican Church here. And there's hardly even an Anglican Church left. I mean, you know, even the British laugh about it. Unbelievable. It's it's just a, here's something here. Let's just see. This is from Fox News. Let's see if we can get a link here. because I. W All right, let me see. All right, here it is. The church, the conservative Anglicans warned of Church of England is cre uh, creating an attempt to stay relevant. The church is dying. This is a, an old one. Okay, from, okay, well, it's actually recent. Uh, former chaplain to the Queen said, woke ideology exhibits a Marxist totalitarian impulse. Well, do they just notice this now? Unbelievable. The Church of England and the Western world is rapidly losing members in its attempt to remain culturally re relevant, according to multiple conservative Anglicans and former Anglicans who spoke to Fox News Digital. They're reflecting the culture. Andre Williams, chief executive of the London-based nonprofit Christian Legal Center, told Fox News Digital, so in order to be in step, with that culture, they're looking to appease the culture instead of looking to what the Bible says and to what the church should be saying. When did the Church of England ever paid attention to what the Bible says? Multiple bishops in the Church of England publicly called last month for the institution to begin conducting same-sex weddings, and the church is slated to vote on the issue during their general synod next year. Will and again, the synodal thing. Williams nonprofit has advocated for many people, including clergy members, to have taken legal action against the Church of England institutions for losing their jobs or facing other discrimination because of their Christian beliefs regarding sexuality and gender. Williams said when he, she began her legal career in the 1980s, she would have thought it impossible that she would be fighting the, the sort of cases that now come across her desk every day. She said she has fought cases on behalf of people who have faced retaliation from the church for claiming that marriage is between one man and one woman or the biolo biological sex is real. If any of that has been said to me in the 1980s, it would be like someone speaking to me from Mars, she said. It was alien, but it, but it would have been alien to most people to think like that. It's changed. It's rapidly taken over like crazy. Huge crisis in confidence. Gavin... Ashton, a former Church of England priest who served as chaplain to Queen Elizabeth II from 2008 until he resigned in 2020, 2017, said, The problem is that the Church of England and much of its Christianity have been infiltrated by cultural Marxists. Recounting his experience smuggling Bibles into the Soviet Union, Ashton said, The cultural first a firestorm raging in the Western world over sexuality and gender gender exhibits the same totalitarian impulse characteristics of, of, the, of that regime. Ashton, who left the Church of England for the Roman Catholic Church, believed Anglicans and Protestants generally have been experiencing a huge crisis in confidence since losing their faith in the authority of the Bible, which he says has been replaced with political correctness. 
political correctness arrived just at the point when the Protestants were losing maximum confidence, so they grabbed, grabbed fairness, equality, inclusion, he said. This became for them a safety harness for all their utopian longing, which in a generation before they would have put into he heaven and hell. They would have put into heaven and hell. Huh. Social justice become the new religion. Political politics feel like we're already hell in hell. Atlantic article. All right, let's see. But now, being unable to talk about heaven and hell, what they had to do was instead jump on the secular left project of making heaven on earth, he added. That's that's true. That's the Marxist approach. They focus on the material, the now, and they they deconstruct morality and they just simply think that they treat religion as evolving and the Bible as evolving and Christ as evolving. That's the whole approach. Um, to make heaven on earth, he added. The problem is that when Marx and Lenin tried to make heaven on earth, they made hell instead. That's true. It's quite extraordinary that we could actually be here, but everyone is terrified of being accused of, of thought crime, said Ashton. Whether it is racism, homophobia, transphobia, all these kinds of pseudophobias that are in that are lined up because of legislation such as the Equality Act 2010, which enshrines sexual orientation and gender identity against discrimination. Ashton said nobody in, in, a, in a position to speak out, least they be thought to be hateful and homophobic. It's exactly what George Orwell described. That's true. The church is dying. The Church of England is dying. Calvin Robinson, a deacon in this separatist free church of England, remains an Anglican, but he's sympathetic to figures such as Ashton who depart. I think people have to find orthodoxy where they can find it, he said. Robinson, who also serves as a com as a commentator for UK outlet, uh, GB News, uh, I guess must be Great Britain News, told Fox News Digital that he studied at Oxford after he and others discerned his calling to the priesthood. Robinson said his ordination in the Church of England was snatched away because of his conservative theological views, which he maintained had become unplatable, unplatable in a church that has become entirely liberal. Okay, while expressing pessimism for the Anglican Church in Western countries, Robinson noted that the Anglican Church globally is in a different condition. The Church is trying so hard to be relevant to cultural norms, but everywhere we see that the Church is trying to be relevant, the Church is dying. Robinson said that if we look at places where the Church remains, Orthodox such as pretty much the whole of Africa, a lot of Asia and Eastern Europe, it's growing. The church is growing around the world, but it's only dying in places where where we're trying to be relevant because it's just not the church's job to, to be relevant, he continued. The church's job is to be morally absolute and to remain rooted in the scripture and to teach what Christ told us to the gospel so that when we get distracted by secular issues 
it rightly dies away. God does not change. Robinson, asserting who was, who was echoed by Evangelist and Samaritan's Purse, CEO Franklin Graham, whose father, Billy Graham, got along famously with Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> Um, here's a photo here. Both Ashton and Robinson predicted that the Church of England's deterioration would accelerate with the loss of the monarch, who publicly claimed the Christian faith throughout her long reign. Graham told Fox News Digital that while he is not an Anglican, he has great respect for appreciation for the many Anglican bishops and vicars who, can, who are continuing to, 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 um, to faithfully preach God's word. God designed and created marriage between man, one man and one woman, Graham added. The Bible makes that clear, and we need to continue to stand strong on the truth of God's word. There isn't any room for debates or compromise. God does not change, and his word does not change. In sad shape. R.T. Candle, an American who assumed the pulpit of prominent Welsh ministry, Martin Lloyd Jones at Westminster Chapel in London for 25 years, told Fox News Digital that the Church of England has increasingly proved itself to be apostate over recent decades this is one of the reasons why john uh uh john henry newman um uh venerable uh i believe he's venerable i don't think he became a saint yet was pushed you know he pushed to leave he saw the heresy he saw the situation and he joined the catholic church but many others joined the catholic church too all right. If if they continue the way they're going, if they vote for same-sex marriage, it ceases to be Christian church. He's home at the Church of England, said Kendall. They may all they may call themselves that. What what more do you need to suggest apostasy? Kendall, who spoke about Christianity with former Palestinian leader Yasser Arafat in 2002 after being introduced to him by the Archbishop of Canterbury, an envoy to the Middle East, said, there are many who believe the Church of England has been apostate for at least half a century. He, you know, it's true. He pointed out how his predecessor Lloyd-Jones and famous Anglican cleric John Stott tussled publicly over whether Christians should leave the Church of England in the 1960s noting how sexually, sexuality, marriage, and gender have been tearing the church apart worldwide. Kendall believes such an issue are, are evidence that the world is in, the very la, is in the very last days. We are certainly in the days when Paul's word is being fulfilled, that the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but heap to themselves. Uh, heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, Kendall said, referring to the fourth chapter of Second Timothy. That's where where we are now. Uh, well, I would say they're in a sad shape, Kendall added, regarding the Anglicans. Oh, unbelievable. You see, it's it's definitely something that we have to worry about. It's not good. I mean, think about it. What's happening here is 
it's also happening in the Catholic Church in Germany. And we have here also Father James Martin preaching this nonsense, going around and trying very hard to, to win over people, to change, to force the church. To force the church in its, uh, you know, it, it, to change its morality and its belief. You know, you can't do that. I'm sorry. You can't do it. The church is not going to do that. And, you know, you, whatever, regardless what you want, in, you know, Christ is Christ. You know, it's not going to happen. You can't, you can't make something that was created by God sovereign and true. Marriage between a man and a woman reflects between Christ and his church. And this this thing to see sexual penetration, to see sexual sexuality, even in the death of Christ, is wow, unbelievable. Uh, uh, you know, uh, just unbelievable. It's hard to believe, but it's true. These guys really can't help themselves. They have to see it everywhere they can. They have to look for it. it it's unbelievable, and it's. I mean, I don't understand it, but it seems like I think it's psychological. I think it's demonic. Sexuality everywhere. Um, it, you know, it's disgusting, but it's true. This is, you know, you know, you just, you know, like you. You know, you, you, you know, it's something, you know, it's, it's to be expected. And I, I knew when I've heard all these things going on in the Anglican church, but it's happening in other, uh, dying mainline Protestant churches, Presbyterians, the Lutherans, the Methodists, they all, I mean, in, in, in right by, um, 86 and, uh, Lexington and Manhattan, there's a Methodist church and they, 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 they hold out a, a rainbow flag. Social justice has become a new religion, making politics feel like we're in hell already. The Atlantic article. From, for some activists, politics has usurped the role that religion used to play as a source of meaning and purpose in our lives. Let's, let's look at this. Atlantic staff writer Helen Lewis observed in an article uh, Thursday that many modern Americans have substituted traditional religion of the past with political ideology. I, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, if you read enough, enough of the stuff, you'll be able to notice it. A quick question. If someone is yelling, repent at you in the street, are they more likely to be a religious preacher or be a left-wing activist? Lewis asked to start the the piece. She recalled example of outraged social justice advocates and, and said we might expect that religious concepts, repentance, hellfire, heresy, apostasy would have been become less salient as a result of an increasingly secular populace and cautioned, but that's not the case, she explained. For some activists, politics has usurped the role that religion used to play as a source of meaning, purpose, in our lives and a way of a way to find community. Um, okay. 
the writer speculated how the non-religious are younger and more liberal than the greater population while simultaneously being the group most likely to be involved in high-profile social justice, particularly the type found on college campuses, as she summarized. They are substituted one religion for another. Lewis, Lewis noted many parallels between religions that unite people across society and social justice orthodoxy. Many common social justice phrases have echoes of a catechism, an announcing your pronouns or performing a land acknowledgement shows allegiance to common belief, reassuring a group that everyone present shares the same values, she observed. Treating politics like a religion also makes it more emotionally volatile, more tribal, because differences of opinion become matters of good and evil and more prone to outbreak of moralizing and piety. Lewis observed that as American politics and norms have changed, the tribal lines that people divide themselves along has changed as well, noting in, in countries where racial and religious intermarriage have become commonplace, dating um, across political lines as the new taboo, the young British writer uh, Tumwia Olende told me that he often saw dating profiles that insist on no conservatives. Oh, really? That's, that's interesting. Wow. She brought up linguist and Atlantic contributor writer John McWhorter, 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 okay, I botched his last name, who has spoken and written extensively about how wokeness has gone too far and become a new religion. Lewis explained he sees other parallels suggesting that notions such as white privilege and male privilege are visions of original sin a stain that humans are born with, no matter their individual circumstances. Problematic, he argues, is the new way, I'm sorry, problematic, problematic, okay, he argues is the new way to say her heretic. Uh, okay, I have to look up this word. Lewis quoted a statement from Rabbi, Lo Rabbi okay, Laura Jenner Klausner, explaining that traditional religious organizations ensure communities stick together despite internal strife. A person may be so annoying and have different views, you must still go to their family and funeral, Rabbi Jenner Klausner explained. You must still take them something when they have just given birth. You must still go to their mor uh, morning prayers. Lewis cautioned readers that as America ch ex uh, exchanges past religions for political tribalism, it risks going down a dark road as a nation. I'm not too sure I understood what he what I just read here. I guess Laura Jenner Klausner, a woman, I guess, obviously, quoted a, a statement okay, explaining that traditional religious organizations ensure communities stick together despite internal strife. A person may be so annoying and have different views. You must still go to their family funeral. Okay, that makes sense. Rabbi Jenner Klausner explained, you must still take them 
take them some uh, something when they have just given birth. You must still you must still go to their mourning prayers. Meaning, if someone passed away, Lewis cautioned readers. Okay, so somewhere in the middle, this person. In real life, churches, mosques, and synagogues and temples for, uh, force together in their congregation a random assortment of people who just happen to live close to them. But today's social activism is often mediated through the internet, where dissenting voices can easily be excluded, she warned. We have taken religion with, with its innate possibilities of secretar uh, secretarian conflict and fed it through the polarizing machine. No wonder that today's politics can feel like a wasteland of anguish ranting and like, and like we are in hell already. All right, so, all right, that was the end of that. That is absolutely true. That's absolutely true because you have to understand this is something I think has been going on for a long time. Religion has been attacked. Um, Bella Dodd said, I believe she told Archbishop Fulton Sheen that Stalin um, infiltrated the, the seminaries with Marxist young men, with homosexual young men, and that he wanted to weaken the church because he knew that a man who is firm in his faith, committed to his beliefs, is not easily corrupted. But give me one who's already corrupt and put him in the church. He's mine to control. And they will draw other men like themselves. And this is, this is a common fact. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. It's long before Vatican II. It's long before it. And I think people trying to, the Catholics trying to blame Vatican II for all this, you know, it's not. It Like Michael Voris said, this is something that has been going on for a long, long time. It's not, it's not recent. It's happened for many years, many years. And, and now we're just seeing it's taking complete fruitation, but it's getting worse. Um, sad, but it's getting worse and it's going to get more dangerous. It's not, it's not something that's going to go away. Um, we got a, we got a battle in front of us and it's, it's going to be a very long battle, but you get it, you get rid of God. You're going to replace God with something. You're going to replace him with sex, some form of sexual morality, drugs, alcohol, money, politics, you name it. This is the way it is. And this is the way, this is, this, this is how human beings, human beings are naturally religious. They are meant to worship someone and they have to worship God or something in place of God. Um, you know, and I don't, it's, it's unbelievable, but it's, um, uh, well, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. All right, here's another one. This is from Fox News again. Conservative Presbyterians lay out why mainline cousins are losing members. A supernatural battle. Liberal Presbyterian Church USA has approximately 700,000 fewer members than 2012. <laughs> All right. The largest Presbyterian denomination in the U.S. has hemorrhaged members in recent years, which several conservative Presbyterian clergy members are partially attributed to departure from its own historical teaching. 
I remember Scott Hahn was a Presbyterian uh, pastor. I believe that the lampstand has been removed, that Christ has removed his blessings. Um, Christ has removed his blessings from the uh, Presbyterian, Presbyterian Church USA. And the end result of that will be just fading into oblivion. Presbyterian pastor Zachary Groff told Fox News Digital, refer referencing the second chapter of Revelation, the Presbyterian Church USA, which is the largest Presbyterian denomination in the U.S., made headlines in October when its Office of General Assembly announced that it would be adding a non-binary gender queer option to its official church statistics in a push to be inclusive according to press release the mainline denomination is theologically and liberally liberal and orders ordains women as well as practicing members of the lgbtq community the presbyterian church boasts 1.1 million active members and eight 8,813 member congregation, but it has been rapidly losing members during the past decade, reported having about 700,000 more members and, and 1,400 more congregation in, uh, uh, in, in 2012. More than 51,000 members have left. Okay, so it's 51,000 members have left since 2021, according to its most recent annual report. Uh, okay. Rick Jones, director of communications for the Presbyterian USA office of general assembly attributed, attributed the diminishing numbers to factors such as aging congregation, the COVID pandemic and increasing skepticism towards institutions. Generally Jones also told Fox news digital that many have left because of the denomination understanding of the gospel and how it compelled us to take more progressive stance on gay marriage as well as issues like israel palestine a or uh such as uh such as also i guess you can say uh the environment here that's what it means the presbyterian church not all uh not alone in that nearly all mainline christian denominations have seen a decline in membership as less and less people in this country see themselves as Christians, he added. Uh, all right. Graf, who pastors a church near uh, Greenville, South Carolina, is now a member of the conservative Presbyterian Church in America, conservative, but said he grew up and found his faith in, a, in the Presbyterian Church USA in Pennsylvania. He mentioned that his home church was one of the congregations that ultimately departed from the mainline denomination over doctrinal issues. Issues of sexuality and gender have so discord, not just among Presbyterians, but among all Protestant denominations in, in the U.S., Grob said. And though he traced the root of the current woes in churches to deeper disagreements on the authority of the Bible, all of this goes back to not even an issue but about sexuality directly, but an issue about theology and what we believe about God and his word. He said, adding that Protestant clergy 
confidence in the Bible's teaching has been steadily eroding since the theological liberalism swept into U.S. seminaries from Europe during the 19th century. Groff believes that the growth, growing rift among Presbyterians and Americans generally are manifestations of a spiritual and supernatural battle. This culture of sexual perversion is uh, intrinsically tied into a culture of death, a culture of decreasing birth rates, a culture of abusing children and twisting their minds, he said. And that's nothing if it's not spiritual in its weight and significance. Fascinating. I mean, he's, they're using the word culture of death. It's John Paul speaking through this Protestant. Grubb said he's not He's not at all surprised at the apparent decline of mainline Presbyterian churches, but I'm deeply grieved and sad, and I still regard the Presbyterian USA as my mother church. It was in the Presbyterian USA where I was converted, where Christ drew me to himself under the preaching of the word uh, of his gospel. <laughs> his mother church <laughs> sounds Catholic. To see where she has fallen just makes me sad, he added. I still pray that the Lord would revive his work in the mainline churches by increasingly. So day by day, I lose hope that it's going to happen. Um, Senator McGon, who pastors Presbyterian Church USA in Tallahassee, Florida, echoed Groff's assertions. McGowan noted how the Presbyterian Church USA's recent press release about its non-binary gender queer distinction emphasized a desire to be inclusive which he warned may get uh you know get may, may get them respect from the culture but come with a serious cost as the culture has gotten worse, the church has gotten worse, McGowan says. So it's not surprising for many of us why the mainline churches is, is now cap uh capitulating transgender issues and things of that of this of this nature. McGowan said that being welcome in a church is not the same as affirming lifestyle and behavior as he believes. The Bible condemns a church that endeavors to be accepted by the prevailing culture, necessarily allows that the, that culture to place demands on, on, on it, he explains. I think that if a church abandons the word of God, abandons the binding authority it has on the practice of the church and on the lives of the people, then I think anything goes in some respect, he says. I think that's the difference between liberal conservatives, Presbyterians, because our authority is the word of God. He said, we call, um, he, I think that's the difference between liberal and conservative Presbyterians because the, our authority is the word of God, he said. We call sin what the word of God calls sin and calls people to repentance, to know that by embracing Jesus Christ, there's hope for sinners like us. Um, the speed with which the Presbyterian Church USA is going down the tubes right now because they have no conservative conservatives in, uh, they have no conservatives and left their, uh, all of them have left their denomination. So they don't have any real agenda except being opposed to something, said 
Greta Crow, a senior pastor of King's Cross Reformed Church in Texas. Crow's congregation is a, is a member of the Communion of Reformed Evangelical Churches and adheres to the Westminster Standards, which are the foundation document of Presbyterianism, noting how there was once a robust debate between liberals and conservatives in the, in the Presbyterian Church USA, Cross said most conservatives have since fled, leading the mainline church to grasp for smaller and smaller straws, trying to copy the, the culture around them because they don't have somebody to be in opposition within their denomination. All for lack of better phrase, Cross said the Presbyterian Church has assumed a woke position. All things are, sep are separate and brewing. Things like same-sex marriage, abortion, ordination of homosexuals, the kind of thing he, uh, he said. But recently, it's just become one big blob and the Presbyterian Church has embraced all that and done it in such a way that I think it's made it uncomfortable for the remaining conservatives to stay. I think people sense when you don't stand for something, over time people are just going to leave, said Craw, who added he thinks the moderates are disappearing everywhere in American society. Okay, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, the pastor added. I think having a moderate and middle ground enable people to mess uh, to message uh, massage things so that they're real positions weren't really clear. Now I think everything becomes very clear and it cuts to cuts to the quick. Okay. All right. I think, I don't know what, uh, um, they don't understand the last part, but the thing is they're losing, they're losing people. It is a bad thing because first of all, it's Christ separating the goats from the lambs right from the flock you have to separate them okay the flock that obeys him are the sheep who remain faithful it's the goats that like to climb over fences and the goats are the ones who are basically have to um are the unfaithful and that's the problem here it's that they just they, they want to be like the culture they're embracing the culture it's happening in protestant churches uh, main line and it's happening in the Roman Catholic Church and it's probably going to start happening in the conservative evangelical non-denominational churches the the non-denominational Christians will also start seeing this problem alright so I want to end it here this is the article uh, I hope uh, this is of help I'll try to get back to more like this alright God bless